Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. How to be motivated. Exactly how to be motivated. This is a common question, actually. Most people understand that motivation's important for anything, right? Uh, motivation's important to learn English. Motivation's important for exercise. Motivation's very important to start your business, to become financially free. Motivation's really necessary for anything we do. We need some motivation to take action, even small actions. Sometimes we only need a little motivation. Sometimes we need a lot. And so I talk about motivation a lot, right? That, that you have to be energized. You have to be motivated with learning English. I talk about the importance of being motivated and energized as you use the effortless English system. Very, very, very important. But a common question I get, the second question I get often, the follow-up question, we call it, means the next question, is, well, how, how do I make myself motivated, AJ? AJ, I'm not motivated. AJ, I feel lazy. AJ, I feel tired. AJ, I'm not motivated. I don't want to work. I don't want to study. I don't want to have discipline. I don't want to exercise. I don't feel like it. I'm not motivated. What? How do I do it exactly? Well, that's a fair question. So some people seem to be naturally motivated, right? They just seem to be motivated all the time, right? I, mean, I would say Tony Robbins is a good example of this. He's one of those great examples. I don't know, people like Donald Trump, all super motivated all the time, right? They just go, go, go. They work all day from they wake up and they start working and work hard, work hard, work hard. And they go until they go to sleep. It just seems like automatic for them. I don't know if it's actually automatic for them. I don't know if they had to actually work on that and develop that. I think maybe they did. But some people naturally seem to have more motivation than others. So what if you're one that doesn't have much motivation? Or another common question, another common situation is that sometimes we have motivation for one thing, but not another. I mean, I think that's normal, actually. So maybe you're very motivated about health and fitness, but you're less motivated about studying or school or work or something like that, right? That's also normal. So often people are asking, how can I increase my motivation in this area? Because logically in your mind, right? Logically you see this is important, 
Right? You know English is important for you. So you want to be motivated to study English, to work on English, to listen to English every day, every day, every day. How do you motivate yourself to do that if you're not already? I'm going to play a small little clip from Gary V. And then we'll talk more about this. Now, who is Gary V? Gary V is an entrepreneur. He does a lot of speaking about business, especially online business and online marketing, but also just general entrepreneur, you know, starting your own business. And he does a lot of motivational type things. This guy is super energetic. He's very, very energetic and he's very motivated. So he's got a comment here, a quick comment. And we'll listen to it and then we'll come back and talk about it because I think that this gives us a little idea of how Gary thinks, and I think this is quite useful for us. So let's go now to Gary V. Now his real name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. He started a wine business. Uh, I didn't start a, business, a wine business, I'm sorry. He, his dad had a wine business and he helped his dad grow the business through online marketing. And now he has a social media marketing business. Okay. Here we go. Let's listen. Gary V. If you lack optimism, it's game over. A good one? It's true. Oh, without a doubt. Like, it's just true. Like, if you can't look for the bright side or, or look at the half glass full or be optimistic instead of pessimistic. If you can't do that, you just absolutely have no chance of winning because it's all how one synthesizes what's in front of them. Okay, interesting. If you lack optimism, you can't win, is what he said. If you lack optimism, if you're not optimistic, if you can't see the bright side, <coughs> If you're always looking for the problems, if you're always looking for the negative side, always, oh, it can't be done, oh, there's a problem, and you have this pessimistic attitude, you can't win. You can't win. That's what he's saying. Because he's saying that winning, being successful, is mostly about how you see, how you think about what's happening to you. It's not so much what's happening to you. It's not so much the conditions of your business, of your life. It's how you see those things. Do you see them in an optimistic way or pessimistic? And so optimistic means very positive, that you just naturally have a positive and hopeful mindset, attitude about things. So, for example, in the business area of business, you're always looking at the opportunities, right? He's, he's talking about the half glass full. You want to see the half glass full. So this is a common idiom in English. So imagine this is a glass. It's actually a bottle, but same idea. So if, if it's, let's imagine that there, it's half full, right? There's half water in it. So this, is, this idiom means like, so you look at it and you, do you say it's half full or half empty, right? Do you focus on the full part, which is, which the idea is that's optimistic. You're focusing on what's, what's good 
Or are you focusing on the fact that it's half empty, that something's missing, that's pessimistic. You're focusing on the negative. We can always do this in life. We can always find in any situation, we can always find something that's not good enough. We can always find something that's a bit negative. We can always find something that's not working, that's too difficult, that's a problem. We can always find an excuse for why we can't succeed. Or, that's the pessimistic view, pessimistic, negative. Or, we can take the optimistic view, where we can always find something that's positive, something that's good, an opportunity. Maybe it's an opportunity to learn something. Maybe it's an opportunity for a challenge to make us stronger. Maybe it's an opportunity to make money. Maybe it's an opportunity for success, for competition, whatever. That's the optimistic side. And he's saying, he's, and he's specifically talking about business, but he's right about almost anything. You have to have optimism to win long term. If you're pessimistic, you're probably going to fail as an entrepreneur. I think he's right. Because you, you probably won't even get started. Because you'll be too focused on all the problems and all the things that could go wrong. And all the reasons you can't do it. On the other hand, if you're optimistic, then you focus on what's good, what's possible. The opportunities. There are so many opportunities. It is crazy to focus on the things you can't do because there are so many things you can do. And this is the greatest and easiest time in all of human history to be an entrepreneur. I mean, the internet, the online business opportunities are unbelievable. You can start businesses now with so little money that, you know, even 30 years ago, couldn't do it. So you just gotta look for those opportunities and be optimistic. So the next question is, again, so optimism is connected to motivation, right? I'd say if we look at if we kind of look at step by step, you know, one, we want to take action. To take action, we need motivation. To be motivated, we need to be optimistic. Generally. Generally. If we're super pessimistic, then we won't be motivated. Then we'll feel like we can't do it. Then we'll feel like it's too difficult. We're focusing, focusing, focusing on the negative stuff too much, which brings our motivation down. It's, it lowers our motivation. We start, oh, I don't know, maybe I can't do it. Your confidence starts to drop. You start worrying, worrying, worrying. You start focusing on all the problems, all the bad things, all the negative things, all the difficulties. Your motivation drops, drops, drops. So you got to go back and you got to change that. So before motivation, you have to become optimistic. You got to start focusing. It's all about your focus. What do you focus on? You gotta start focusing on the positive things, focusing on the opportunities, focusing on what's good, focusing on, on what's there, focusing on being grateful for what you have already. Focusing on all the great possibilities of success and happiness that you have now and in the future. So let's go back another step. How do you do that? What if you're naturally pessimistic? I already know your questions because I get them all the time. So I know, especially you pessimist out there. Well, I'm not optimistic. So how do I become optimistic? <laughs> okay. So we're going to go back one more step. 
What if, okay, you're not, mo you're not motivated, so you gotta become optimistic, but you're not optimistic. How do you become optimistic? Ah, uh, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna go right back to the very beginning. It's about food. You need to get good food. Good food, good nutrition is the key. What am I talking about? I'm not talking about physical food, but kind of I am. Let's think, let's think first about our bodies, right? Your physical body. What if I, you know somebody, somebody says, oh, I, I'm not healthy. I'm not healthy. I'm always tired. I don't feel good. What, what, what might you look at? Maybe first you would look at their exercise. Well, are you exercising at all? Or are you just sitting around doing nothing all the time? If you're sitting around doing nothing, you would say, well, come on, get moving. You need to move every day. Move, move, move. That's how you get energy. But then they'll say, well, I, but I don't have energy to move. Oh. So then you have to go back another step. And what would you probably look at? Well, I would look at what they eat. I would look at their diet. Because if you're eating garbage... If, you're, if they are eating garbage, junk food, tons of sugar, and other bad stuff, then their body is going to be unhealthy. They're going to be unhealthy. Eventually, they will become unhealthy. Their energy is going to drop, drop, drop if they're eating only junk. So the first step for them to build their physical energy, to build their health back, their physical health, would be to look at what are they eating. Eat right. Eat right. Eat lots and lots and lots of whole, real, healthy foods, lots of vegetables or lots of fruits. Meats or fish should be, again, as natural as possible. Avoiding all the sugar, avoiding all the junk food. That would make a big change for a lot of people. That would bring back a lot of that health, a lot of that physical energy. Now that they have more physical energy, now they are ready to start exercising more. So they start exercising too, now the energy increases even more, then they get healthy, strong, energized. That's how you would do it physically. Right? We all know this, it's obvious. Well, guess what? It's the same thing mentally and emotionally. But of course, we're not talking about the food you eat, we're talking about what you put in your ears and eyes, right? Because a lot of you are reading junk and listening to junk. And by that, I mean negative garbage, gossip, television news, you know, stuff like CNN, all these negative stories, constantly. A lot of movies are garbage now. A lot of television shows have, you know, murders and all kinds of horrible stuff in them. So if you're just feeding your mind all this negative garbage all the time, if that's what most of your input is for your brain, well, it's going to have the same effect on your mind. It's just like junk food for your mind. And gradually you will become less energized, less motivated more pessimistic. So your first step then, change what you're putting into your brain. That means that every day you start feeding your brain positive, optimistic content, audios, videos, text, stories. You listen to people like Gary Vee every day. You listen to me every day. You, you, you read 
a Tony Robbins book, you, you read, it doesn't matter, read religious books, read inspirational, motivational books, read about positive stories. There are even those, uh, those books where they call Chicken Soup for the Soul. There's like a thousand of them, okay? And they're all just positive stories. They're just whole books full of nice, positive stories, optimistic, nice, positive stories. On YouTube, you can search, you can find motivational speeches in your language or in English or both. So, so, so many books that are motivational, inspirational, positive, that will energize you, that will make you feel good. And you have to do it every day, just like with your body. You don't eat good food one day only. You do it every single day. You would change how you eat if you, if you were overweight and you're fat and you're miserable and unhealthy. Well, you would have to eat good food every single day, and then you would start to feel better and better and better and better. Then you start exercising, you feel even better, 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 better. It's the same for your mind. You gotta feed your mind this positive food, right? And the mind's food, it's, it's audio, video, and text, reading. You gotta do that every single day. Fill your brain up with all of these positive messages, positive voices. Day after day after day, every single day, hours and hours and hours every day. Cut out the junk. Stop watching CNN. Stop watching the BBC. Stop watching that garbage and feed yourself healthy, positive, motivational content daily. Podcasts are great too. So many podcasts. You know, there's the Effortless English podcast and there are thousands of them. Thousands of them that are positive and motivational, and good, and optimistic in your language and in English. You can, you can improve your English at the same time. So that's the key. That's the key, okay? It's, that's what it starts with. So if you're a pessimistic person, if you have low motivation, you start there. You start there and you do it daily, every day. It's going, you might need some time to change this attitude that you have. It's a bad habit you have. You've been bringing in too much junk for too long. So it's just like if you if you are 100 pounds overweight, like 50 kilos too fat, well, you won't lose that weight in one day, okay? You probably need, I don't know, six months, a year, depends, right? But you're gonna have to eat well, eat healthy for the rest of your life to lose that weight and be healthy. And it's the same mentally, okay? If you're, if you're kind of negative person, if you're kind of low motivation, okay, one day of motivational audios will not be enough. It will help, but you have to do it again the next day and the next day and the next day for three months, six months, a year, and then a life habit, a life habit. One reason I'm very positive and energetic and optimistic about business is because I do. I listen to a lot of exciting, optimistic entrepreneurs and speakers, and I read lots of books by entrepreneurs. So uh, for me, it's an exciting, fun game. This is the mentality I have, but I feed myself this all the time. You can do this with English, but you should really just do it as a general thing for your whole life. It will affect your whole life. And then you'll have more, more motivation, more motivation, more energy for English, for business, for money, for exercise, for anything. 
Okay, it's about the mental food. Your mental diet is very, very important. Okay, as always, we are live on Facebook. So, as usual, people are typing comments in really fast while I speak. <laughs> Much too fast for me to read. So it's comments and questions time. Give me a second. I need to look over what people are writing. And let's see what people are commenting. And of course, lots of people just saying hello. Oh, here's a practical question. Can I improve my English by with religious books? Uh, yes, you can. My recommendation, though, you need to... Um, they need to be written in, you know, modern, normal English. I'll give you a Christian example. Don't read the old King James Bible. No, because it's bad? No, because the language is super old style. But I think they have um, sort of Bibles that are written in, in modern English, right? And just sort of normal, modern English, the way, kind of the way we talk and write now. That would be much better. Or instead of just, instead of, you don't have to read the original Bible. You could just read books about religion written by somebody. So it doesn't have to be the actual book, like the Bible. You could just read books by Christian authors. If you're Christian and you're interested in that, you could read, there's lots and lots and lots of them, right? Thousands of, millions of them probably written by people, you know, recently using recent language. If you're a Buddhist, you can read lots of there's lots and lots and lots of books about Buddhism, any, any religion, any of the big religions. So for sure you can. You can use any books of anything that interests you, right? So, but I especially recommend things that are very positive, things that are positive, things that are optimistic, motivational, things that inspire you. Okay, I'm looking through the comments, trying to read quickly here. Okay, can you give some examples, Shadow, again, uh, of audios and videos you listen to every day? Well, I mentioned one, the one I just played, Gary Vee. You know, the ones I'm sharing with you in these clips, so Robert Kiyosaki, Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, there are many, many ones, and I'll be sharing little, this is one reason I'm doing it. Hmm? <laughs> This is, uh, I am uh, introducing you to these people in the show, right? That's why I'm playing little, you know, 10, 20 seconds uh, from them, giving speeches or talks. Just so you, you, I introduce these people to you. So keep watching my show, keep listening to my show, and you'll, you'll learn more and more and more of these. And you can choose the ones that you like, the ones you think are interesting. So Robert Kiyosaki is one. Gary Vee is one that I just played. Uh, like I said, I mentioned Tony Robbins. I don't know. There are a lot. There's so many. So I'll just uh, introduce them one by one. All right. Can I copy? Okay, Madonna asked. Can uh, Can I copy speakers like? Uh, Anthony, 
I guess like Anthony Robbins that he's talking about, or Les Brown, uh, for sure. Yes, you can. They're both very good speakers. Tony Robbins is a great speaker. Les Brown is a great speaker. Good voices, strong voices, very motivational, very powerful, good pronunciation, both of those those guys. So for sure, you could copy either one of them. And they're very, very positive, both of those guys. Very, very positive. So they'd be great to listen to either of them. Mayan says, I think the best way to get motivated is... Think about your goals and what's going to be great in your life every single day for at least half an hour a day. Yep, that's a good one too. Remind yourself what's important to you, why it's good. Be grateful. I think gratitude's a good one. We talked about this in the recent VIP lesson this month. The importance of being grateful for what you have already. Ah, here's a good question. What's Osama asking? Hi, Jay. Uh, how can we maintain our motivation while working with people who cause us to lose it? Yeah, right. So what if you're around negative people, like especially at your job where you have to be around and they're very pessimistic? Well, this means even more important for you to constantly be listening to positive things. If possible, at your job, get some headphones and listen to, you know, positive podcasts or audiobooks or whatever while you're working. And then it also can help you ignore the negative people. You can just pretend you're not listening to them or actually don't listen to them. And don't do things socially with them. If you have to work with them, do it. But otherwise, don't do anything you don't have to. Only do what's necessary with them. Otherwise, avoid them as much as possible and fill your brain with the good stuff and be try to be around. That's another one, by the way, is to surround yourself with people who are very motivated. If you are around lots of other motivated people, you naturally will become more motivated yourself. If you hang out with three, four, five motivated entrepreneurs, you're going to start getting more excited about being an entrepreneur yourself. You, this, this will happen naturally. You'll feel their excitement. You'll hear them talking about their businesses. And then you're going to start getting more and more optimistic and excited about it. If you hang out with a bunch of people who are not entrepreneurs, who, who say, oh, it's too hard. Oh, it's impossible. Oh, you can't do it. Oh, your idea is bad. Well, then your motivation is going to drop, drop, drop. Okay. <laughs> Speed is not the worst. I understand Ellen DeGeneres, but some people talk like they have potatoes in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, some pe- you're right. Some people have kind of bad sp- speaking. They're not great clear speakers. I love Sylvester Stallone. I like his movies, Rocky, you know, but he's kind of famous for not being a great speaker. His speaking's not very clear. And he's a native speaker, but he has a he's a strong Philadelphia accent and just just in general his accent's not so clear. He's still great, but I don't recommend copying his speaking.
Kristen asks, do you think it's enough listening to your videos or do we have to do something else? Nope, you can just listen to my videos if you like. If you want to improve faster, you could get one of my courses, my VIP program. And yeah, that's enough. A lot of people just do that only. So that's why I try to feed you positive, motivating things too every day. So I'm trying to do this, trying to help you with this myself. Hmm. Samsul. Hi, Mr. AJM from India. Would you give me some comics, the name of some comics, to improve English communication? Hmm. I don't read comic books, so... Mm. <laughs> well, maybe people could suggest this to me, <laughs> okay? Go to my Twitter, AJ Hogue, and if you have a favorite comic book, you know, I, have, I read comic books when I was a kid. I read Spider-Man, but that was a long time ago. I don't know now what's good comic books. Uh, actually... Vox Day. I like Vox Day. He's got some new comic books coming. He's got a website, Vox Day, V-O-X-D-A-Y. I'll stick it on here. What the heck? I think it's uh, voxday.blogspot. Now, his blog is a little bit political, but he does have information on his blog about his comic books. So, voxdayblogspot.com. He's kind of independent comic books. He also publishes and writes science fiction and fantasy books. So check him out. Mm -hmm. Yes, now Fernanda, see, this is powerful. Hey, Fernanda again. Fernanda saying, I'm super grateful for what I have already. And that's a great attitude to have. That's sort of the key of optimism, right? When you're just grateful for what you have already. So instead of saying, oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. Oh, I don't have that. Life sucks. Oh. Then instead you, you look at what you already have, which is we're living in such a easy time in history. Okay. Our ancestors, you know, a thousand years ago, <laughs> a lot of them were starving to death or they had to worry about starving to death, right? Just eating. Right? They didn't have electricity. They didn't have heating. They didn't have air conditioning. They didn't have cars and trains. They didn't have airplanes. They didn't have all of this stuff. They certainly didn't have the internet and cell phones. Okay, their life was very, 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 very tough. We, have, we live like kings now. Even poor people live like kings now. It is crazy to not be grateful for that. It is crazy to think, oh, I don't have enough. Life's too hard. Oh, come on. Come on. No, it's not. Now, Antonio says, is meant talking specifically about Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is so difficult to understand him. I agree. He's very fast. Tony speaks very, very quickly. So, you know, some of these guys, now Gary Vee also speaks very quickly. He's a New Yorker, speaks very, very, very fast. So some of these guys may be not so good for you at your level now depends if you're quite advanced tony robbins okay gary v is okay if you're not advanced maybe read something from them instead you can go slowly if you read 
or find someone who speaks more slowly. Les Brown speaks more slowly. He's got more of that slow, low voice, very powerful. I like it. It's, he's got a very nice voice. Okay. All right. Jocelyn's again. Glad to see you again. Yes, good to see you again. Tell me, please, if reading books out loud in a loud voice helps us to improve the skill of speaking. Yeah, it can. It can. That can be useful for sure. It's especially useful if you... Oh, my pronunciation course. This is part of my pronunciation course. I have you read out loud and you record yourself when you read out loud and you compare yourself then to me, to my audio, to the native speaker, right? So this, if you do that, add that step, it helps a lot because then you, you, you speak out loud and you record yourself. Then when you compare yourself to an audiobook, when you compare yourself to me or someone else, then you can really hear the difference. You start to hear maybe some of your own pronunciation problems. You don't need another coach to tell you. You start to hear it yourself and you can start to improve it. Okay, Schwan's asking, what's a big step to motivate yourself when you fail, when you feel down or you fail? Hmm, well, it's tough, can be tough for sure. Um, I find the main, the best thing to do is take action. Lots and lots and lots of action. Make decisions, take action. So when things go badly, when something fails, Instead of sitting around and thinking about how terrible it is, oh, it's terrible, oh, it's bad, oh, my God. Uh, instead, just start taking action, trying to solve the problem or trying to do something new, whatever it is. Jump in and start doing things as much as possible. And then you'll start to forget about the failure, start to forget about the problem, you know, the, 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 the bad feeling. And because you're focused on action, you're focused on doing things. And that's, you know, action is kind of... Inherently, it means naturally positive. You know, I had this happen with Effortless English. It was several years ago, many years ago, actually, where uh, we had a big, big problem with the business. Huge problem. See, it was very scary. Uh, I didn't. I thought maybe the business would not survive. I wasn't sure. And I got oh, nervous and freaked out and ah, miserable for a few days, you know, several days. I was on vacation at the time. It really sucked. I was stressed out. And then what did I do? Well, finally, I just jumped in and took action. I said, well, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to try to solve this problem. If I can't solve the problem, I'm going to find other solutions, other things to do. And I just started doing things, doing things, trying lots and lots of new different things. And some of them worked and the situation got a little better. And then other things worked and the situation got better, better, better. And then finally, after like a, a year or two, I ended up solving the original problem. It took a while, but by jumping in and taking action, it took away a lot of that stress. It's kind of like uh, if you think about sports again, right? Like if you're watching a game, a sports game, and your team's losing, you might, oh, maybe you get, oh, maybe you bet some money even, and you're, oh, you, you get all nervous and you feel bad. But the players on, on the field, they often don't have time to feel bad, to feel nervous, because they're too focused on the game. They're too focused on the actions, playing the game. They're in the middle of the game. They're in the action. 
They don't have time to think about it during the game, maybe after the game. But when they're in the game, they're not, you know, getting so nervous about things, even if they're losing, because they're so focused on what they're doing in the moment. So it's a a big part of it is just jump in, get in the action. That's why I tell people, you know, keep getting these comments from people about starting a business. And oh, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? And uh, I don't know. I have, should I do this? Should I do this one? Should I do this one? I'm not sure. Just choose and do something. Just get in the game, okay? Stop looking for the perfect thing. There's no perfect one. Just choose something. You say, oh, but this one won't work. Okay, fine. Don't do that one. Do something else. Just do something. Get in the game. Get in the action. Stop. Then the fear will go away. If you just get in the game, all these fears and worries will start to disappear because you'll be too focused on what you're doing, (laughs) okay? So get in the game. Okay. Okay, I'm going to comment on this one because I'm getting tired of these comments. Sir, you're not motivating us to follow you because you're ignoring our comments. I'm ignoring your comments because you're not asking any questions connected to the topic. Just saying, talk to me, talk to me, mention me, mention me, look at me, look at me, is not adding anything. So mention something okay <laughs> ask a question i read comments that that have interesting questions or interesting comments that are adding to our discussion so that's why and also the second thing is i can't read every single one of these okay i'm getting just look at the number of comments i'm getting so i have to pick them I have to pick and choose, and so I pick ones I think will be most useful for most people. So that's why I choose. And sometimes I'm just, look, there's so many, and I just miss her. I miss comments sometimes. So, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Again, get on Twitter. If you really, really, really want me to answer your question, you should send it to me on Twitter, because on Twitter I can go slowly. It's not live. I'm not getting tons of comments coming in a short time. Okay, so on Twitter... I can follow your questions, but just like I said last night, some people also get upset if I miss their Twitter question, but sometimes I get busy, sometimes I miss questions or comments, even on my Twitter, because I'm busy, because I'm doing other things, and no reason to get upset about it, just wait a couple days and ask again. Usually on Twitter, I will get to almost every question and comment, because... Like I said, I miss a few days sometimes, but generally I answer most questions on Twitter. So if you really, really, really need your question answered, then that's the place. Here in the live show, you know, I have to pick and choose and I have to do it very quickly because the questions are coming in constantly very fast. All right. How to to force our brain to understand English listening? Well, you don't need to force your brain. What you need to do is listen to easier things, okay? If something's too difficult, there's nothing you can do to force your brain to understand it. 
right? If you're trying to watch a movie, for example, in English, and it's too difficult, the level's too high, it's too fast, whatever, there's no amount of force you can use to make you understand. It's just, it's too difficult. You're not going to understand it. So it's, you're really like just banging your head against a wall, we say. It means you're putting effort into an impossible situation. So it's much easier. Just choose something easier or make, make that thing easier. What do I mean by that? I mean, so if, let's say it's a movie and it's too difficult for you, which is common. How can you understand it? How can you make it easier? Well, you could get the text, right? Get the script of the movie. Then you could study the script very slowly and look, find all the words you don't know and use a dictionary and repeat and, you know, use that movie technique that I talk about on my YouTube channel. So when you do that, then you make the movie understandable because you're going more slowly, you're doing small pieces, you're using the text. Right? So it's not about force. Don't force. Force is bad. This is why I call it effortless English, because you're not using force. That is exactly the opposite attitude of effortless English. The whole idea of effortless English is not force. Nothing is forced. It's not force. It's using your intelligence to make everything understandable. So it feels, feels effortless. Of course, you're using some effort, but it feels effortless. That's the idea. So don't, don't, you know, if something's difficult, stop forcing, just turn it off and do something that's easier. Uh, okay, here's a question, Jocelyn um, from the Philippines. Good morning, hi. Can I improve my English speaking by talking through chat with an English speaker? Yes, you can. Lots of people like to do this, to do chats, online chats, especially with, with English speakers. Maybe a native speaker like an American or a British person, Canadian or something, or even just someone else who's learning English like you. All of that's totally fine, no problem. However, I recommend that you, most of your time, you should spend on listening to audios and videos that are understandable. But if you also want to chat with, then for sure do that. That's fine. Now, some people find the chatting stressful, especially when they're maybe a little lower level. Maybe they're like a lower or middle intermediate level. And the chatting with someone is, uh, makes them really nervous, right? It's, it's just too difficult. So you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. You can wait, okay? Wait till you're ready. Some people are ready at the very beginning. They're, they're really outgoing and they, they just want to jump in and talk immediately, even as beginners. And other people are very shy about it and they want to wait until they're advanced. Not a, there's not a right answer. Either one. Just follow what, what you feel. Okay. All right, I'll do one more. One more and then time to go. Yeah, Edson. Edson again. Hey, Edson, how's it going? Um, I continue to feel motivated because I continue looking for easy and enjoyable content. Difficult and boring stuff kills passion. 
And exactly. And then just combine the two things I was talking about. Number one, positive, good, you know, motivational things, which I talked about at the beginning. And then just now what I was talking about, as an as a English learner, you also need things that are easy enough. Because if it's too difficult, you'll just get frustrated, right? You're like, I can't understand this. Uh, and even if it's positive, you're not going to like it because you can't understand it. So maybe Gary V, right? Maybe Gary V is too difficult for you right now. As I said, he's a New Yorker, talks very, very fast. Uses He likes to use some slang too. So... You might try Gary Vee. You might watch some of his videos. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a podcast. Try it. Just try it. But you might try it and you might think, okay, he's a positive guy. He's energetic. But you might find, oh my God, this guy's too difficult, too difficult, too fast. I can't understand him. So then, oh, then just, you know, don't, just put it aside. Don't, don't use force. Don't try to force yourself. I must listen to Gary Vee. You don't have to, okay? It's just a, it's one possibility. There are many, 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 many. You can just continue listening to me for a while, okay? I'm fairly easy to understand. So you don't need to force yourself at all. So Edson has found the two key things as a as an English learner, if you're listening, you know, for English content, it should be easy and enjoyable. Easy and enjoyable for you. For you is the key, right? And it's going to be different for everyone. If your English is quite advanced, maybe Gary Vee is no problem for you. Great. Listen to Gary Vee. Maybe Tony Robbins is no problem for you. Maybe he's very difficult for you. I can't tell you. I don't know. So you just, just test it. Just try a lot of different people. I'll be introducing lots of speakers, lots of positive people, lots of motivational people here on the show. And you can just try them one by one. And then you just decide, do I like them? Number one. Number two, are they easy enough for me? If you answer yes to both, then listen to them. If you answer no to one of those questions, then, you know, maybe not good for you. That's okay. It's all right. So thank you, Edson. That's exactly right. All right. That is all for today's show. So feed your brain. Feed your brain great content. It's just like food. It's just like food for your body. Healthy food for your body. Healthy food, right? Healthy content for your brain. Audio, video, and text. Okay, lots of love to you. Thank you so much for your comments and questions. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Always appreciate you. So thanks so much. As always, go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Yeah.